are live. We'll check the chat for Coddington Barry, who's probably napping. Here's for BB. While people wait, Vox is giving really good. Oh, Vox is doing a stream right now. I'm sorry, Vox. That was unintentional. But here we are in the afternoon with my man Brandon from Vertech Tactical. We have some videos to show you about training and guns and being a man and dueling and his uh, career as a police officer a, uh, and how to profile a man. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on again. All right. Is, uh, is everybody's uh, audio good? Can you hear everyone? Coddington, I don't have my bell, so I'm going to snap. Coddington. Uh, give us a breakdown here. We're live. Wheels are up. Rockfin is paused, says Gigi LeCure Bear. Well, Coddington is already fucking up bad. Coddington, get it together. Would, would you profile Coddington? Like, if you saw Coddington, what would you think? If he was, if you just saw some degenerate carrying a bucket of dirt? <laughs> Depends. Is he hanging out with you, or is he just out in the wild? In the wild. In the wild. <laughs> Coddington in the wild. I think that guy's definitely from Florida and not Idaho. Yeah, yeah he's a Floridian. So uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, do you want to just show what we were up to during uh, Covidius Minimus? Yeah. Yeah, let's go back. It's, it's one of my jokes I've been, I was kind of tagging was, like, let's go back to the comedy. Like, back to the future, but back to back the Back to comedy. the comedy. I'm all about it. I'm, like, all about the comedy. I'm, like, so sick of self-righteous cunts. All right, here we go. This is back during the heat of COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Ben. Yes. I think I found the cure. What is it? I'm going to need some potatoes. Yes. And some ice. Potatoes and ice. Got it. I got this. Yeah, you do, buddy. Okay, so according to... See, he's protected. Let's just listen to it one more time. He's got He's got a very important thing to tell me. Big Ben. Yes, Veritech Tactical. I think I found the cure. What is it? I'm going to need some potatoes. Yep. And some ice. Ice. I don't know what that's for, but okay. I got this. Yeah, we got this. So upon further <laughs> review, um, Brandon was telling me that uh, the only cure is potato anus. <laughs> and they fucking did try and do something with some with a potato in, in the ass. They did. That was what I... So, you know, what made me... What, it's funny when you look back at stuff, because what prompted me to make that video is, you know, the, the whole mask and COVID narrative was getting a little bit frustrating for all of us. Um, I was in North Idaho at the time, so for me, it wasn't all that big of a deal. But seeing what was happening around the country was very concerning, very stressful. Uh, but I wasn't having to live it necessarily to that extent. And Owen being in Washington, telling us these stories, I'm like, man, you got to get out of there, bro. And, you know, seeing him get so worked up and was getting, getting really fired up, it prompted me. I was like, I got to do something to make my buddy laugh. And so I didn't know he was going to post that. I now know if you send anything to Owen... I spill the beans. It's, it's you're spilling the beans. I learned that a long time, Gavin. Like, <laughs> like, it, yeah, I spilled the beans even uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, Alex Stein, did you see that little story? I did not. What's going on? So Stein's like, yeah, big guy. I'm a big fan. We'll do a, a stream. Uh, I'll, I'll, you can do my show at Blaze. We're all about First Amendment rights. We'll do it. And so I'm sitting here on my computer. It's two minutes to rolling, and I get a text. We have to reschedule. And I'm like, why? He goes, I just. And so then he calls me. It's because Blaze was scared I was gonna call Crowder gay. <laughs> and I'm and he's like, just come on, man, don't don't tell everybody I'm a show, man. I'm like, dude, I'm doing your stream because I don't want people to think you're a show. Like everyone thinks you're a show. And he's, I'm like, I'm trying to give you street cred. He's like, dude, just give me a month, just give me a month, man, just give me a month, and I'll, I'll figure it. Out. I go, dude, 
Gavin McGinnis put a dildo in his ass and he faked an FBI raid. How is he allowed to do your show and I'm not? Because I might call. It's a pre-taped show. I'm like, let's say, God forbid, I, I say, man, Steven Crowder, that guy's really fucking gay, huh? And so, I, I mean, and he's like, come on, come on, just, just, just wait, just don't spill the beans. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, of course I'm telling the story. Like, this is a, I'm like, you're pretending to be a comedian. I'm not mad at Alex Stein, by the way. I'm still rooting for the guy. But so Blaze is using America First Amendment Patriot shit to, like, get viewers and they won't have a comedian on because they're scared I'm going to make fun of a gay, like actually a gay guy for being gay. So what are the rules of engagement in the comedy world? Like I'm not a comedian. Um, it's it's interesting because we've been talking about the differences between law enforcement, military, and then, you know, like entertainment such as comedy. Mm -hmm. Why why is it okay to rip on people? Is it is it the context of... Uh, like if you're at a award ceremony, you know, they'll have someone come up and they'll make a comp, they'll roast someone a little bit. Why can you do it there in such a public forum, but you can't do it on the internet? You can. They're just trying to. But he like, won't do it. Well, he was like, you know, I, I'm, I just got with Blaze recently. I don't want to make any waves. I'm like, you literally dress as a rat and go into a council meeting and destroy the council meeting. Hmm. I'm like, you don't want to make waves for your paycheck, which I don't like. That's the whole thing is like, if you want to be a comedian, you know, you don't get to play both sides. You just don't get to play both sides. It's like the rules of engagement are if it's funny, say it. If not, if you if you don't say funny stuff, you're a shill. Like you're literally a shill. And I love Stein, he's my favorite shill. But I mean, it's really fucking stupid. So so they're pretending to be right-wing freedom guys. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, check it out. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's fighting for our freedom of speech. But they're like, oh, yeah, you can't have Owen on because he might call Crowder gay in a pre-taped interview. And then he goes, just just hold tight, Big Bear. I'll get you on my show. I'm like, I, I want the story. I don't want the show now. I'm like, I don't want to do your fucking show to, for nine brain-dead baby boomers in hospice. I'm like, I'm telling the world that Steven Crowder is basically a glittery, a glittery like jar of lube rollerblading to wham. Like he's gayer, he's gayer than a, a Miata with a with a mustache covered in jizz. <laughs> and everybody and, and he's like, dude, come on, man. He's not that gay. I'm like, oh, he's gay, all right. He's a gay See, flaming fucking homo. What you saying those things, what does that have to do with him? Even if you're on a show with him, it's like right now you're saying that does that mean that I'm calling Steven Crowder gay. No, no, there's no actual rules. It's right. just nonsense. It's just so he who can get through the nonsense wins every time. Right. I've I've learned that because people are like, no, no, but you don't get it, Big Bear. He just did a deal, and so we don't want him getting sued. And we, I'm like, he's gay, and they're like, oh, Jesus, Big Bear. I'm like, dude, you think that he's gonna try and litigate with me about whether or not he's gay? There's pictures of me and him smoking cigars in a hot tub. And he had me wear ranger panties. Like, this is my Me Too moment. Anyway, we don't need to talk about Stephen Crowder. I got nothing against the guy, I swear to God. I wasn't even going to talk about him with Stein. Like, that's right. the funniest part. As he you're was like, just concerned you were going to talk he, about they him. They were really concerned that I was going to call Stephen Crowder gay. When, when he, he, makes, he gives you a big fat cigar, that's what he always does. And he clips it. And he makes eye contact when he clips it. He's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then you, you, I'm like, I don't really like cigars. He's like, oh, yeah, you do. And then you're just puffing on a cigar and he just stares at you under the bubbles. You know, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm not okay with this. 
So okay. That's funny, though. <laughs> it's, dude, I'm a comedian. Like, that's the thing is I just know what I am. But they take you literal. Like, even if you're taking something that is literal and turning it something absolutely hilarious, turning it into something that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Why... Why spiral about that? Because we went from a manufacturing economy to an influence economy, and he who can make people laugh has the most power in an influence economy. So they started writing checks. Here's a half a mil. Here's a mil to do Netflix, but you have to say what we want you to say. And I'm like, but then you're not funny. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like they're being paid to not be funny. And so now Alex Stein's like a flat earther. I'm like, great, we got one of ours, one of our guys that knows the moon landing's fake is going to be like mainstream. He's like, you know. You know, I just got to play ball, Big Bear. You don't know. It's like... Well, I, <laughs> dude, it's it really came down to... Are you here to play the game or are you here for truth? Right, right, exactly. Are you are you here for truth or not? And like, it, that, the thing is, you're here for truth. You're just going to yeah. say it. I don't know how anyone at this point doesn't see that you're just going to say what you believe. It's the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. I told you. And the funny you. thing is, like, he would have... He if, if he had said, don't bring up Crowder, I'd say, no problem. Right. Like, I can play by the rules, right? but I'm not going to play this hypocrite game of, like, you know, you're just way too dangerous the way you talk about Crowder. I'm like, <laughs> Gavin McGinnis put a dildo in his asshole on a live stream, and you're telling me that that's fine to own to own the left? It doesn't matter. Let's talk about good stuff. Right. It's it, But it comes down to the whole fact that... Uh, you're operating in a whole different ballpark, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're, totally. you're outside their game. And like, yeah, and I told Alex, I'm like, I'm helping you right now. I go, don't give an inch with these people or they'll take more. I'm like, if this is true, you can't let them do this because then they'll just keep doing it. Right. Like, and I'm like, there's not enough money. Like, you're not going to make the money is not worth it, Alex. You know, you can tell those stories in law enforcement. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, we should get into that because, like, yeah, yeah, let's talk about law enforcement stuff. I, you know, was, media people suck. I was like talking to to Amy about. It. I was a little bummed about the Stein thing. I'm like, because I would call Crowder gay, and Amy's like, isn't he gay? And I'm like, it doesn't even matter. He's a fruitcake. And so then Amy's like, and I was like just staring out the window silently, thinking, sad. And she goes, but most people aren't like this. She's like, she even referenced you. She's like, Brandon's not like that. All the people at homeschool aren't like that. Right. She's like, these are media people aren't good people. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of in the media. She's like, I know, but you're not in the media. Like, they don't let you in. Right. You're, you're the bear outside the pen who's running up and just trying to get the goats. Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Or, or the sheep. Totally. I would call them sheep. That's a better analogy. I'm getting the sheep. Yeah, the bear who's poking the sheep through the fence. I'm just going, oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> it's, this is what I've talked about since the beginning. Like, how, this is not like a new thing at this point for you. No, you've never, ever, like, taken the knee when it comes no, to what you believe. You're just gonna say it. Yeah, I, I, I was like, you think I'm gonna take the knee for an unpaid blaze appearance when I didn't take the knee for thirty grand a week? Right. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I'm like, I used to hang out with like. Movie stars and models and make boatloads of money, but I wouldn't take the knee. You think I'm going to take the knee for Glenn fucking Beck? Are you? I, I was telling this to Alex. I'm like, are, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> like, I don't take knees. All right. So uh, tell the people about that story about, uh, you know, your your uh, Vallejo story. I mean, that's a fucking good story. Yeah, man. Um, basically, when I when I went to the police academy. Uh, we were the first academy class to not be sponsored, which means that nobody in the academy 
had a job. Like we were all putting ourselves through. Um, and uh, when we graduated in the, it was during the recession. And so there were no cop jobs. I mean, it was like a thousand people competing for one position uh, for any department that had a position open. And so as these cities were going bankrupt and all these other things were happening in the state of California, you know, they were treating everybody who would apply like absolute shit. They were just like, boomers were like, ugh, everybody wants to get in our slacks. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you like, see, to be a cop, we got to be real selective. And like, you know, you just shut, you, you're told, you're told by the admin back then, you, you shut your mouth and you fall in line and like, they can do no wrong. Um, and it was funny because, you know, we're all trying real hard to get hired and I end up getting picked up by a midsize agency in the Bay Area as a, as a, uh, as a reserve officer, level one reserve. And it was total awesome gig. I love that department, real fun place, a lot of good people. Um, but it really showcased how one department can be, you know, mostly filled with good people. And then another department can be filled with mostly bad people. Uh, and so I, what I got to do as a reserve officer is you go through all the same training. This is not every department, mind you. A lot of departments, their reserve officers are just like, they're like, you know, jail transport bitches. And so my department was like, hey, you've been through the full academy. They threw me the keys to a Crown Vic. They're like, get out there and have fun. <laughs> like, you're one of us. What do you think? That's pretty rare. I mean, yeah, honestly. That's but awesome. they were like, we have faith in you. And uh, what happened is they put me on citywide cover, which means anything in the city that's a priority call, uh, I get to go to because I get to be another officer to help. In, in a, so another officer doesn't have to break their beat or leave their section of the city to come all the way over, leaving that part of the city uncovered. So you're just an extra body. Now, you'll get a lot of experience really quick that way. And I got in multiple pursuits, got to do foot chases, got to do so much so fast in three years that cops who've been there for 10 years haven't even got to do. Um, because like I wasn't stuck to one part of the city. I got to go wherever the fun was. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And so, you know, there's also another downside to that, though. There's always a pro, always a con. Um, but... You know, I get picked up by Homeland Security and ICE, and I'm like, "This is uh, this is Homeland Security. Like, our mirrors are being held on with duct tape." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Okay." So I go to the Vallejo Police Department, and uh, at the time, one of their officers had just gotten killed, and I went to the funeral and uh, watched his daughters put him in a casket and bury him. And I'm like, "Man!" And they they tell me they told me this is what frustrated me. They're like, "Man, we're just." thin blue dotted line just trying to hold on and and like we're uh you know we're like a family here we're just barely holding on and i'm like dude there was no one in the police department at some days people would show up at the pd to be like i just got robbed and there's <laughs> they'd be knocking on the door like they're like you get out there and get some grit yeah they're, they're looking through the window like there's no one in here <laughs> there would be like two dispatchers in the entire police department and then like four cops on the streets yeah, that's why when, when truthers spiral about cops, I'm like, the panopticon you can spiral about. Like, are we being surveilled? But the, the enforcement is not there. They... And, and what, what killed me was that I wanted to be a cop because I, you know, there's always the whole thing when you're younger. You want to help people. Yeah. But I genuinely did. I didn't have any of the delusions. Like, I'm going to save the world. Yeah. But, like, you know, you go out there, you do get to help people. Um, there are some really cool parts of the job. And, uh you know, I worked really hard to get to that point. And when I get there, I didn't realize that the city had been uh, in the middle of their bankruptcy. That's a wild story, dude. Wild and story. I didn't realize that, the, you know, going through their bankruptcy, that the departments 
police union. You could look this all up. Like this is all. Yeah, some of these guys are now in jail. So this is a good story to understand. And so like, you know, they end up, uh, they start, you know, all of the new guys that came on. Because the city council said, we're going to hire these, this group of people at a lower pay rate than all these other cops. And uh, it's funny because anytime I talk to like a cop who's been an officer for a long time, they're all like, oh yeah, I get it. You rookie cops are always like, that happened. <laughs> and it gets you a lot of respect because they're like, wow. Dude, and then instead of, because like, it's really easy, guys. If you leave, I, like, dude, you could be a felon now and get a cop job. Like you could, I could just walk on any department I pretty much want now. That's they're all desperate for hiring. There's people. like 350 pound like black ladies are now like beat cops. You're right, dude. It's it's insane. They're like, Where are you going with that bloody glove? When dude, when I was a cop, I'll use a I'll use a joke I heard from a, another online comedian. It was like, it was like uh, when I was becoming a cop, it was like, oh man, you missed this day of class in second grade. We're gonna have to check in with your teacher and see what that was all about. It's uh, it's just, it's concerning <laughs> about your integrity. Oh Jesus, and then uh. And then nowadays it's like, you smoke weed? Okay, well, you can still smoke weed. Just smoke weed on your breaks. And then it's like, <laughs> you're, wait, well, what kind of felonies? Okay, just just come in. Just come in. We'll give you a badge and a gun. Doesn't matter. We'll, we'll push. Just tell me there was no rapes. Yeah, just was there rapes? Just a there, little rape? A little, one rape? How, oh, God, there was a rape. Come on in. It's it's really funny. Um, to you, see you the change. You get some grit. You, go, you get out there and get some Nobody grit. wants to be a cop anymore. I mean, you talk to, dude, I have so many friends in so many departments. Um, and here's the thing. All, not one of them is like, this job is absolutely awesome and a crushing <laughs> and I love it. They're all like, this isn't going good. <laughs> and uh, they're like, man. I, and what's sad is like, they want to leave, but yeah. there's nothing else they can find that pays as well and has the benefits because this is what they've dedicated their career to. And once you have an education in law enforcement, there isn't much else to do. Well, I think there's going to be a major uh, push for private uh, security. Right. But the thing is, security has a big downside. It's what? always a race to the bottom with security. Mm. That's what scares me. Like you saw those videos. Um, I think it, I, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was Chicago where they, this gas station clerk hired private security and he had a bunch of dudes out there like with yeah. attack vest and uh, and like rifles and shotguns. And I know, I know the tactical world. Those guys were not, they're not it, but they were probably affordable. Yeah. And they looked the part, not exactly though, based on their gear load out and the guns they had, would I want them to be getting into a gunfight in the middle of a downtown area. Um, and so with security, it's a spiral to the bottom. It's always been that way. It's, it's oh, you're going to do security for $20 an hour? Well, we'll do it for 15 And well, then next people thing, that get it, though, wouldn't they just pay top dollar to... Some, well, yes, then they do. Yeah. But those clients who have the money and, have the, and care are always going to... That's a different thing. Yeah. But as far as, like, your gas station or your... Walmart, they're just gonna hire a dude at minimum wage. Who's well, dude, that then that the security guy would be the one that robs them. <laughs> they just be like, "Well, I have, I'm just gonna take your shit." Right. Tell the people about the what happened in Vallejo with the blackmail and everything. I mean, was so, weird. so basically, you know, I found out in hindsight that when they they were messing with all the new guys, and this is this is very classic for departments to do. Admin, if they need something, whether they if, so a lot of times if they don't like you, they will find a way to get rid of you. Yeah. Um, the problem is there was nothing wrong with my performance. It was 
So they had to fabricate a story that I was lying. And very specifically, it was because I was patting down a suspect. I found a Flintstones vitamin pill bottle. Listen to this shit. <laughs> it can't get much more fucking ridiculous than this. And then I shook it and I looked over at my partner like this. And he looked at me and when I handed it to him, he opened it, smelled it, looked in there. And then he didn't say anything. He just capped it, set it down. And I'm like, oh, must be nothing in there. He would have told me to handcuff the dude. As is standard police procedure. And so <laughs> so we go back to the department. Or, uh, excuse me. So we, we, I go back in the car and, you know, I'm looking up all this guy's paperwork that I had stopped. And the, the training officer comes up and he's like, hey, man, why didn't you check that pill bottle? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I told Clem to check it and he didn't say anything. He goes, oh, well, uh, he goes, well, there's heroin in there, so you might want to go arrest him. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, well, he didn't say anything. My bad. Like, And he's like, well, it's, you know, you're on training. You got to check your own stuff. And I'm like, you just own it. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, my apologies. I'm not going to complain or whatever. I'm just, just whatever. There's no point in arguing. Like, just accept it, move on, you know, take some ownership. Um, I disagree that the guy should have told me, but it was clearly a reason why he didn't. And we'll get to that. Yeah. And so we, uh, you know, we go arrest the dude and we take him to the jail. And then when we get out of the car, I'm taking my gun off, taking up, getting all the paperwork out to bring him into the jail. He goes, Hey man, so uh, tell me again, why didn't you, uh, he goes, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you check that bottle? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, I told Clem to check it. My apologies, dude. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Uh, I was like, you're right. I'm on training. I should be checking my double checking all my own stuff. He goes, well, you never told him to check it. And I'm like, well, I, okay. You know what I mean? I inferred for him to check it. Is it like, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then he writes me up for integrity. And then, the whole reason they're doing this is because they don't want to show right. that people can make less money. It's all about money. It was all about money. Like, because it's like city, training day. He lived training. The day. city council hired me at a lower pay rate. So they can lower the so boomers. They can lower the uh, pay rate. Like the sergeant was like, "I'm gonna fucking lose thirty percent because of you guys." He was gonna lose a thirty percent pay cut, and like the department, this department long heralded itself as the highest paid. And like, keep in mind, I took a pay cut from Homeland Security to go here, and like, that's just fine. Like, I, I thought it would be, uh, you know, a cool place to work. But the point is, is that. Uh, he goes, well, you never told him to check it. Well, they, they, I didn't, I don't think I brought this up to you. One of the other young guys, the reason they got him was because some quarters fell out of a suspect's pocket in the backseat of the patrol car. And so they, they claimed it was an officer safety issue and they forced him to resign that same day. It's insane. And they were like, oh, it could have been a gun. It was quarters, but it could have been a gun. <laughs> he was like, and so, and he went to Meanwhile, they're just dirty as fuck, these right. guys. Oh, dude. And so, you know, it's funny because then I, uh, he writes me up. And so I go to the lieutenant and I'm like, they're like, I'm like, what are these, what are these allegations about me lying? And he's like, well, you know, uh, that's all going to be in this binder right here. And he slides the binder across the table. It's a black binder. And he just slides it across. He goes, that's all going to be in this binder. If you resign and do what we're asking, as long as no attorneys get involved in the next 30 days, which is the time frame you have to fight for your job back. He's like, you know, this is going to be in my desk. It goes downstairs in the warehouse and gets lost. I don't know. I, we can't keep track of these things. And I knew, I knew right away. I'm like, ah. And so he's like, as long as you play ball. I, I walked out. I'm like, fuck. He's like, as long as you don't spill the beans. You're right. Don't spill the beans, bro. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And he's so like, I walk Don't spill the beans, man. Yeah. Don't spill those beans. <laughs> I walk out and I'm like, 
I'm like, fuck that. And I just call my attorney. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no, dude, you don't get to fucking call me a liar. And that's the thing is like, yeah, I'm could the same I, way. Could I, I have just played ball? I didn't, I didn't play ball. I, um, I was pretty upset at the time. Yeah. You know, very viciously angry. And I had to, guys calling me. People are like, oh, he must've been one of those guys who blah, blah. Real, right. That's why for 10 years I've had a successful business training law <laughs> enforcement and had all my law enforcement friends help me launch this thing, like hit the ground running. That's it's because I'm one of those guys. Okay, and so <laughs> it, don't spare the beads. Right. It's, it's, but but like tell the people how it ended though, because that I always like to show these stories because playing ball and not spilling the beans is not good. Right. Like you got to keep your word and your integrity. So well, also you got to tell the story about the boomer that tried to shake your hand. Like that's super funny. So it's, it's he might have been innocent. Yeah, he might have been innocent. <laughs> but he, uh, it's really funny. Like, this guy fucking blackmails me. Now, there's a difference between the actual definition of blackmail and then the legal definition of blackmail. Um, blackmail is typically trying to get somebody to do something. You're saying, I will release this damaging information mm. if you don't give me money. There's usually a money. financial yeah. incentive. Um, it requires money uh, to be to be a, a prosecutable offense, but regardless of that, so they they do all this stuff. But this was over money. They wanted you to quit so that they could get more money. Right, but it wasn't a direct monetary request, which is the the gravel. That's the gravel. They're, they weren't stupid. They know so how this, to, they know what blackmail means. So of course, what happens? They start telling everyone, "Oh, he's a liar." Oh, Jesus! And then what happens? Oh, that, so it's like people. I saw like people are like like, "Oh, he must have. He was." Uh, he had to. He was forced to resign, forced out of law enforcement. Like, and I'm laughing because I'm like, forced out of law enforcement to work with dudes who will literally, like, fucking blackmail you, literal blackmail. Like, we're gonna fuck your career up if you don't do what we say, so we can keep our like super high money and like, whatever. But if that's your, if those are your guys, rock on, bro. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then and they're the, in jail now, right? Well, one of the they no one keeps anyone in jail anymore. But like, one of them. One of them literally beat up his mistress in a Denny's parking lot. Was gonna be a chief of police because these guys can never just be honorable. Dude's cheating on his wife, beats his mistress, goes to jail, gets out, goes and to, back to her house, violates the restraining order, and starts beating on her door. Goes back to jail again. Ego's a bitch, man. When, when you live that life, like your ego destroys you. Right. He's like, no, I'm gonna hit the bitch again. Right. That, that's your dudes. Like, I'm glad it was it was awful at the time. The other guy, the guy who actually fucking slid the binder across the desk and said, that's all going to be in here and it's just going to be hidden. You just play ball. Don't spill the beans. That guy ends up getting walked out of the department in a giant corruption scandal. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, it's only a matter of time until the beans get spilled. Poor, poor me, I guess. Yeah, they're thugs. Like, don't you kind of think like uh, they were doing some real dirty shit with like gangs and stuff? Uh, absolutely. Like, because they needed the the crime rate to stay high to keep getting their money. Right. It's, so let's say, let's say the murder rate starts going down, and you're a baby boomer with three cars. You're like, we got to get those numbers up. Right. Hey, Darnell, what do you say we don't go to this corner on this day, and you fucking take care of Shaniqua? Right. It's very easy for a cop to tell a gangbanger, like, oh, yeah, like, if anything happens between this time and this time, I'll be at the department. 
Cause, doing whatever. Because they're incentivized for more crime. Right. Well, think if you are trying to gain leverage. Yeah. It's like if a firehouse needs to maintain or gain funding, and all of a sudden there's just a ton of fires. Right, exactly. Or let's say there's a ton of shootings. Like, But you, they're... You these guys aren't stupid. Like, I'm sure that they never left anything incriminating. They do things in a smart way. But how do you know? Like, it's very easy to stage these things. And it's good that you got out, too, because, I mean, <coughs> you know, they kill people. I, it, who knows what they could have done. But, you know, it's it's just funny. Um, and now look at the Bay Area. Now look at that place. Oh, it's like, And I, I knew. I'm like, at the time, I knew. I'm like, if this is... If this is if you can go in and just try to do a good job and you'll still get caught up in this garbage and they'll do this to somebody who is not like just a fuck up. Like nowadays, you guys, they will hire a cop. I just talked to a San Francisco cop and they were like, We literally have people who can't drive the car or do basic police work and shouldn't be a cop. And we tell admin, like, this person can't do the job. And the admin's like, We just need people on the streets in a uniform. Like Unreal. They're just yeah, so isn't isn't it everything being decriminalized like San Fran? You can literally like hit someone with a gun and right. you don't go to jail. Dude, there's people just running around. Beating it, dude, it. it's it's so much more fucked than most people know. It is real bad there, and like you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, it's kind of sad to see, but like I, I saw that coming ten years ago because I'm like, if this is the quality of leadership and this is the type of games they're gonna play, well then where does this go? And that's so, what I saw in comedy. Right. It's the same exact thing. I'm like, so if I can't spill the beans and do this <laughs> hilarious joke about Caitlyn Jenner, what the fuck is comedy? There's no point in comedy. And then the corruption makes it so it's a horrible business. It's not about who's best. It's about who plays ball and doesn't spill the beans, you know? And so there's always going to be someone better at not spilling the beans and playing ball, you know? So then just get the fuck out. Well, so it's the Jocko. It's the Jocko thing. Like play the game. Like, and that's true. If you, like, for example, if you want to make some change, I got guys who are still in law enforcement that are like, that's kind of funny. Like, people are like, oh, he must have been one of those guys that, you know, just couldn't hack it. I'm like, that's why all of my staff members and my closest friends are cops and SWAT officers. Makes no sense. So, <laughs> like, it, and I've, you know, I've made a successful business at this and I train SWAT dudes and awesome people. You know, believe it or not, there's still a lot of really good dudes in law enforcement. There is, yeah. And they want to affect change. And they'll play ball to a certain point, and they'll play the game. And I respect them for that because it's a tough game to play, and it takes a lot out of them. It takes a lot from their soul, and they want to make it better. They want to get better training, but it's just such an uphill battle, especially at this point. And, uh, you know, it, I got to even I gotta even say, like, I, this business I'm doing, Vertac wouldn't be what it is, and I would not have been successful if a lot of those cops did not step up and help me get this started. Yeah, so, like, that's awesome. It, you know, there are a lot of bad things to say about law enforcement. Um, but just to, in conclusion, you know, it's like when you get pissed off, me and Owen were talking about this, like, did he go too hard at certain people in the past? Like, but you know, it's one of those things where you, righteous anger leads to truth. Um, you know, righteous anger is what leads to change. And truth is found through trauma, not peace. Yeah, it's so true. You have to dig down deep and really take a look and reflect on yourself before you can start to affect change. And like, you think I didn't ask myself that? I'm like, is this me? And then I, you know, I'm like, no. I came up to North Idaho and was like, wow, no, California is fucked. And I want to be part of a community that is like-minded, that's pro-gun, yeah. you know, pro-liberty, 
you know, of course we have our disagreements here and all this stuff, but I like our police officers here. They're great. Yeah, they're awesome. And there's a lot of good people. And so if you finding a community where you could fit in, if at my whole thing now is, well, if that's what San Francisco wants. No, totally. It's all, it's, we're in a free will realm. It's like, if you want to just walk down the street, that's covered in human shit and some guy's got a chain and he's beating everyone with a chain screaming and but, you can't call the cops on him. Like, okay, but you get your gay bars and you get your free candy bars. Right. If that's what they want. Right. It's like, who am I to tell them? You know, it's like going into a gay bar, slapping dicks out of people's hands. It's like, no, they're like, no, we like being gay. We're, yeah, I'm Andrew Tate. Well, the thing is, like, it took that. I don't know if I ever would have left law enforcement. I, I was, know. Same with me. I, I, I would have just kept on grinding if they didn't force me out. Right. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I didn't want to be kicked off Twitter. Like, I didn't want to be kicked off YouTube. I'm like... I just didn't understand their rules. I'm like, just tell me the rules so I'm not allowed to make fun of gays. So why? You know, right. I just couldn't follow their like logic. That's why I'd have an easier time touring in Saudi Arabia or Qatar because they're, I, you know, I might have mad. My buddy does a bit about that. He's like, don't mock the prophet, don't mock the royal family, and you get to say fuck three times. You get three fucks. He's like, oh, you're killing me, buddy. I need five fucks. He's like, buddy. Buddy, you get four fucks. That's it. Four fucks. And in, in America now, it's like, well, if we feel bad, we'll retroactively change the term to conditions, and then we'll ruin your fucking life. And I'm like, okay, well, now that I have peace and stability and a little more confident in my, in my career, they're only hurting themselves. Like, these cops that played ball, these cops that, like, wouldn't, you know, stand up to this stuff, like, they're now not having a good time. Well, the thing is... Uh you know, the righteous anger thing. Like, at what point... And it really does surprise me, and I talk to cops about this a lot. I'm like, why don't you just arrest someone who's doing something corrupt? And there is, in most departments, there's usually internal battles between, um, you know, good cops and bad cops. But they're really good. The line between good and evil is so blurred in in this realm of... Uh, of this yin and yang and like you look at even though i'm not mad about the vallejo thing anymore i was fucking furious when it happened yeah i had he's I just listening to my streams just sitting by a fire just like <laughs> <laughs> getting fired up yeah because i was going through something similar as him and we're just like fucking fired up you know it's it's funny uh it really does it speaks volumes when you look at the whole big picture like I look at the Vallejo thing like those guys wanted to keep their pay high. They wanted to keep what they fought for in the past. And if those dudes, you know, they've been working together for how many years? Like it's not a new phenomenon. Uh, you know, like their stories in World War II. It's like, well, who am I going to put up front? The new rookie guy and that I don't know? Or am yeah, I going to yeah, put I this dude it. I've been in the trenches with? So I'm not, I'm not justifying it. What I'm saying is that like we can all come to an understanding. And I'm not mad about it anymore. If anything, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad you kicked me out of this gay bar. Yeah, the reason I, I still think they're wrong is I think they probably got addicted to, like, stuff. And that was why they were doing it. It wasn't righteous. It wasn't like they're in the battle and they were protecting their guys. They're like, I got two Corvettes that need payments on. No, 100%. This goddamn motherfucker. Because they're making six figures. It's not like they're, like, can't function, you know? And so right. they're going to blackmail a guy. Just so that they can make 150 instead of 120 so that they can buy another fucking Corvette. It's like, I just don't have a ton of respect for that. I do no. get it, though. I get how they're like, we'll show these. I will show the city council. Like, I get it. But it still is not. There's no morality in what they did. No, but there's no morality. There was no morality on either side of that. Yeah. And like, that's that's the unfortunate part. 
is it's uh it's sad how these things come to fruition and it's it's funny because like then you you start looking at as everyone as the enemy it's like there wasn't there was a dude i went this with my is a great attorney. story I went with my attorney down to the department because I was like, oh, you're going to call me a liar, motherfuckers? Like, <laughs> then give me my file and let's let's take a look at it, what you're calling me a liar for. And they, they actually panicked a little bit. Their city attorney was like, oh, we never said that. I'm like, bullshit, you didn't. It's on the record. And they were like panicking because you could sue people for this. But I, it, was not, it was not a healthy energy. It was very negative. And I was like, I could put this energy into my company and go do positive things. Yeah. But I go to the department to get my file and they just give me – they kept saying to me, they're like, this is all anyone's ever going to see. And then like, they told me that in an email. They told me that on the phone. They told us that in person. They handed me this manila envelope with my attorney. And they're like, this is all anyone's ever going to see. This is all anyone's ever going to see. Because what they were doing was being like, okay, well, stop talking shit. Please don't sue us. Because yeah. city, cities that get sued a lot and that are bankrupt, it's not easy on them <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah, keep yeah. getting sued by everybody. Um, and now were, Crowder's suing everyone who calls him a fag. <laughs> And so, you know, but people, people look at that, right? They're like, I go into this department and I'm standing up to them. Cause I'm like, dude, you don't get to call me a fucking liar. And then just like, and then just crawl back under the, under a rock. And what, at the time, some dude walks in, he had wrote me a commendation for a drug bust that I did, which is also pretty rare to get when you're on training at a department. Um, he wrote me a really nice commendation. And so I don't know if he was in on it. I doubt it, considering... Yeah, everyone isn't in on it. That's why when people talk shit about FBI, CIA, I'm like, there's elements in there. There is a few alphabets that will remain unnamed that I think are pretty much overall shitty. But usually it's like elements in there doing horrible stuff, but there's a lot that aren't. They're just clocking in, doing their thing. And so when you're dealing with a corrupt department like that, like there might have just been guys that were totally... 100%. 100% there were. But in... it. Again, righteous anger. And like, so this guy comes in, dude, this story is so funny. So he, and he may have been completely innocent. He comes in, and I'm looking at this manila folder. I pull up the paper. It's like my proof of being hired. Yeah. It's my it's my like work schedule. And then it was like my letter of resignation that just said, I hereby resign. And I like my signature. And so I'm like, this is not my file. Because they didn't want to give me that. They didn't yeah. want to give me that. I, that would have been way too damning for them. That shit... That black binder was gone. Yeah. And so this guy walks in behind me and he's like, he goes, hey, Brandon. And I turn around and look at him and he's kind of standing over me. He's a big dude. And I turn and look at him and he's like, how's it going? And he reaches his hand out and I'm like, I'd rather not. And he's like, oh my God, how dare you? He's like, you're not going to shake a man's hand who extends his hand to you. How dare you? And I'm like, just looking at him. And he's like, my attorney is like, oh shit. This is a huge guy, right? He's a right? big dude. And I'm like, just staring at him. And he's like, you never know who you're going to have to deal with. And then he just walks out. <laughs> oh, oh, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, because isn't there a lot of gammas in uh, in uh, high-ranking positions? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, like, that's the thing, right? Like, but he may not. Yeah, he may attorney, have been a good guy. My attorney goes, it was a woman attorney. She goes, wait, why did you do that? And I'm like. These people are trying to ruin, they're, they're ruining my career. I was like, I don't owe that man a handshake. And she goes, I'm like, but do you see the type of people they are? And she's like, because they, when they wouldn't give me my file, she goes, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've never seen a department not give someone their file. Because they were like, you could come in and look at it, but you will not have a copy of it. <laughs> and then, like, that's all. So it's just funny. Like, 
and, and you know it but i got so pissed off i moved to, i was like fuck this place and i you came to idaho i came to idaho with nothing started a company literally hit the ground running um and you know it's 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 funny and now look at the place my buddies who are in the neighboring agencies are like dude that department is so that city is so fucked yeah, like Hollywood's so fucked now. Like everyone there is like, bro, you got out right at the right time. It's so bad now. And so, uh, you know, it's really funny because like my buddy is a, he's a detective in a neighboring agency. He goes, dude, there's literally fentanyl booths on street corners of people selling fentanyl. Like I still got friends there. Like, <laughs> and they're like, it's, dude, it's, so someone could rob you, hit you with a gun. That's like 30 years in prison and they don't go to prison now. That's why Barricade Garage is out running his mouth. Right. All right, so let's check out this video and tell the people what's going on here. So I just thought it would be pretty cool to uh, to bring up some, like, what we do at Vertac. Yeah, he, he trains people. Check this out. <laughs> so we're racing who can get a shot off on steel. Is that balance barrier there? Yeah. Nice. Good. And it's about who can get... A hit first. So we're balancing speed with accuracy. Because you go too fast, you miss. But if you go slower sometimes, it could be advantageous. We're hurrying up to lose, are we? This is it. Your balance bear's getting it. This is all the money. Jesus. Here we go. And so. Did I show up? So we have fun. Stand by. So we have a lot of fun when we get out there. It's it, what's what's funny is that they're like, oh my god, paramilitary. It's like, <laughs> it, do you? No, it's, you're, you're you're training law enforcement officers to be better shots. Well, that's the videos they'll take. They'll be like, oh, there's a a bunch of SWAT officers out there doing tactical stuff. My god, they're paramilitary. And it's like, no. It's funny because I train the majority of what I do is what you just saw. We're working with people, and that's how people that's how innocent people don't get shot. So everyone wants to talk about these like shootings, like, oh, Jesus, it's George Floyd. Oh, no. And you're like, dude, the reason people get shot is because they're not trained properly. So a lot of law enforcement trains to be better at it with Veritech and private citizens, and it's great. Well, it's the thing is a scared person with a gun is a dangerous person with a gun. And so when you look at all this in its totality, when we look at it, it's you start thinking like, uh, well, do you want people? Because people are going to have guns. Do you yeah. want them to have training or not? What do you want? Because if they're going to have a gun, do you want them to be trained or not? And here's a woman learning. She's Everybody, a bear. She's a bear. Everyone's getting it. Okay, let's take a look here. Let's watch this one. Like that, We teach people how to conceal carry safely. Boom, 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 boom. Nice. It's like, That's if you're going to awesome. live in a rural environment and have kids and do all these things, like, whether it's an, a dangerous animal, whether it's a, you know, an intruder. And, guys, this shit happens. Like, I'll be with cops out here. We've had one in Bonner County, a self-defense shooting, where a lady, a dude on meth, who was, a, you know, a literal crazy guy on meth, walked onto their property and went to attack her elderly mom. He was standing yeah. in the road just hitting cars way out in rural uh, Bonner County. And uh, my buddy uh, was on his way there, and, he's, and people were calling, hey, there's a crazy dude in the street just hitting cars, being crazy, he's, you know, he's clearly on drugs. 
And uh, what happens is uh, he wanders onto someone's property, goes to attack their elderly mom like he was going to beat her. He's just being crazy. And she shot him one time and killed him. And so like um, because my it took my buddy 20 minutes to get there um, and he was rolling with his lights and sirens at that point. And, uh, you know, and then in Boundary County, like there was an incident uh, where a dude walked into some lady's house and uh, he went to rob her. It was an elderly woman and she grabbed a shotgun and then she was so scared she forgot to take the safety off and tried to pull the trigger and then just dropped the shotgun and started crying because she's like, fuck. And so like when we look at these things, it's like the amount of self-defense uses with a firearm that save people, even if it's just a brandishing of a firearm, lawful brandishing, like inside your home and you bad guys don't like to get shot. And usually they just want uh, to steal something or whatever. Yeah, they're opportunists. Yeah, they're opportunists. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's bad for business if you get shot and killed. So it, it's one of those things where you hope that, so, that something like that never happens. But we want to train people to be safer and more responsible, to be accurate. Because, uh, you know, we still have to, as, a, as good people, we want to mitigate the chance of a miss. Because, um, you know, rounds go through walls. Rounds go through into other people's houses or... Um, and that's that's unf- that you want to avoid that as much as possible. We got another video here. This is at what is this at a hundred yards? Hang on, where we got here. So when we look at some of the uh, yeah, that's the wrong one. Where am I here? Let's see here. Oh, hundred yards. Here so we go. I focused for a long time on how to shoot more accurately yeah. from the holster. Hey! That's, that was awesome. So two seconds. Did you get that? Yeah. Dead center. Whoa. Dude, 100 yards. Wow. That's incredible. And so, like, you know, it's it's something that one of my uh, instructors said when I was at a class. He goes, who here? uh, I'd never shot a pistol. Never shot a pistol past 50 yards. By the way, that's an insane shot, if anyone (laughs) doesn't know that. Yeah, the Glock Glock 19. At 100 yards from holster. Bang! That's that's insane. That's hard at fifty yards. Glock nineteen iron sights, um, and I hit the C zone steel in the dead center A zone circle. Just for just that boy, he's an insane shot. Um, what was the longest? Remember that one that like arced up and hit? Well, how long was that? When we were shooting? No, you had one where you shot. Was it a handgun? Yes, I had. How, what was the? What was your record? I was using the flux defense um, stuff, and I I shot a a nine millimeter bullet across the 475 yards and hit a steel target a c-zone like steel target. full arc i had to arc it like it, the the drop at 475 yards on nine millimeter is insane. Guys, that's insane with an ar like ar i would hit one out of four with like a really good scope to do that with a handgun is fucking insane <laughs> even i was like wow that's awesome like, yeah it's it's not something that like i could just do on a, on the fly even it's something yeah. that it took me a few rounds and it t- definitely takes some some know-how um, of about where to aim and what about come. that dude who was like practicing every day with one bullet and then hit that elk yeah my business partner he uh he would just go out every day at 475 yards he hung a, hung a steel target that's four inch circle it's a four inch circle and then he would just do a cold bore shot and he would just take one shot and then because you know bullets are expensive and he was like every day i'll just go out and get one cold bore shot until hunting season and then and then he saw a, a giant elk out there and he he plugged them good and got a giant elk. That's awesome. So, On his own property. Yep. That's the Idaho dream. Right. And so uh, 
what was I going to say, where we were talking about the 100-yard thing? Is that, Oh, so one of the instructors, he said, who here can hit this steel target at 100 yards? And I was in a class with a bunch of other cops, and uh, we're doing stuff, and I didn't raise my hand. No one raised their hand because I'd never shot a pistol at 100. At 50 was like, whoa, that's far with a pistol. Yeah. And so um, it was one of those things where he goes, well, that's why none of you guys will hit it is because no one raised their hand. And then he turned, he's like, he's like, everyone here today will hit this target. And then he turned around, he's like, watch. And then he shot it and hit it, shot it, hit it, shot it, hit it. And we're like, whoa. Whoa. And so he's like, you just have to understand what you're doing and ha- execute the fundamentals uh, with precision. Um, with iron sights? With iron sights. Wow. And so um, he goes, uh, so we all practice and we all hit it. By the end of the day, everyone had hit it. And so he, I like have a micro flinch. Yep. Like just a tiny, cause it's like an explosion in your hand. So there, yeah. and I'm, I'm a tough guy, but still there's just this, the farther you go, the more there's just this little anticipation. And that is always what, what kills me with, uh, with handguns. Well, it, you have to understand it's natural because it's not, it's not a fear thing. It's for someone shooting a pistol. Yeah. They yeah. want to fight You're overcompensating. it. Overcompensate. Yeah. They want to fight it. Um, they want to push against the recoil. Yeah. And so, it was uh, it was interesting because it's like what's that um, the thing where when pe- it's like when someone run uh, climbs the, a mountain, all of a sudden like twenty people do it. Yeah, yeah, it, like the it, four minute mile. Yeah, it's like it's just one of those things like the four. What's that? There's a there's a term for it. What is that called? What's I mean? Let's see what the chat says. There's something. There's something that it's. There's a title for it, um, but regardless, we'll keep an eye on it. But um, yeah, it, it's something I did was uh, hundred monkeys this guy did. I don't think it's 100 monkeys, Coddington. <laughs> and got to calculate the Coriolis. Cor- yeah, like how do you calculate those ranges? How do you calculate the spin and curve of the earth? Um, as far as what I was told, I've, I'm not a precision shooter, like, you know, the, the two-mile, three-mile stuff. Um, but uh, it's interesting because, like, I was told, like, well, it only really comes into effect when you start shooting extreme long distances, one, two, three miles. But I'm like, how do you even see the target at three miles? Um, but furthermore, it's my my theory is that boomer ballistics is that a boomer tried to make a shot at two miles and missed, and he was like, oh, it was it's a, the spin. It was the spin. <laughs> is that it? Just spin. stuck. Like I guarantee that's how it happened. There, but uh, because they factor in everything, they factor in wind, temperature. You have a spotter. It's like. It, the one thing they're just not factoring in now is the spin and curve but, of the earth. See, but he still missed because he's not that good because he's a boomer. And he was he's like, like, oh, how dare you? It's, it's not just, me. It's not me. It's the fucking globe. So funny. Uh, well, all right, Kyneton, do you have questions from the, the people? I don't, let's watch that 100-yard thing again. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Why do I only have those videos? I think I deleted it. That's all right. You guys can go back and watch it. My glasses get foggy that far off. A two mile shot is insane. Like I can't. Can you imagine that? My old my buddy uh, Cap, who's now dead of fentanyl, but he uh, he's made kills at over a mile. Like that to me is mind blowing. Right. Most super chats came in before stream started. Yeah, it's all right though, Kyneton Bear. We can uh we can just chat about anything. Just hit me with the fucking super chats, Kyneton. Get off the uh get off the casino floor. Boomers blame the spin when they're on the golf course. Yeah, they're horrible. Horrible. Okay, here's some... Uh, I'm super stoked, very thankful, and working. You guys are crushing it. Bertari, thank you, Cucumber. Cactus Eater Bear, let's start it off here. Amazon shows... Oh, you guys talking about what shows to watch. 
Well, he's telling me to watch uh, John Adams. The Terminal List, Night Manager, Jack Ryan, The Widow, Bosch. Uh, the Fall, Lighthearted Shows, The Tick, The Outlaw, Quiet. All right. Um, Netflix, Supernatural. Hey, bud. Uh, best treadmill shows, Burn Notice. Uh, sorry, I've already lived Burn Notice. The Amazon, Ra The Amazing Race. I thought that was about white people. <laughs> On Hulu, I, I don't have to. I'm not retarded. All right. Bobby Outdoor. Hey, Owen, watch your IG stream for now. Recommendations. Me and my wife watch All Eyes this week was entertaining. Love the unbearable weight of massive talent. Great recommendation. Thanks. Hey, buddy. Hey, bud. Um, wow, that was a real big super chat. Anglo slant eyed bear. I, I work from home and often feel gu guilty for boring my dog to death as I click and clack. But then I remember that someone somewhere is literally prepping their dog for tonight's dinner. And I don't feel so bad. The rim job drama has been a riot. Thanks for the laughs. Anytime. It's been a blast. Uh, Jay Showers says, I spent all day in and out of the building and going in elevators paying the gay wide. Did you hear when I said going in buildings make you gay? Wait, what? <laughs> this is how I fund my operation. Just just pure, like, nonsense, guilt, and shame. I said that if you go into a building, you're gay. Like, the real men don't have to go in buildings and elevators. Lost. <laughs> Well, what? It's it's not logical. Well, you could just claim anything's gay. Oh, I do it all the time. I'm like, Kyneton, how are we do it on Super? Okay, it's gay to... All right, Lost and Found Bear. I'm truly enjoying the back and forth with Barricade. It sounds like men just busting balls and riffing. The Jim Bob feud was pure fury. This one is fun. I agree, I agree. The Jim Bob one was very sinister and religious. The Barricade one is... I've loved it. The whale voice is funny. I have to turn off my earbuds when you're doing it. My customers think I'm laughing at them. Hilarious. Thankful for this day bear tip for the bell. Makes me laugh every time. Okay, honey for the bear. I have years of consulting experience and see huge opportunity to improve communication. Gun companies struggle with this. Is there any, if there's anything I can do for Genesis or Veritech, I'd love to help the bear community and myself by getting people plugged in. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah Genesis and Veritech are both doing awesome right now. It's insane. Like, uh, yeah, how about, dude, Genesis is crushing, too. Yeah, dude. I'm really proud of those guys. Um, some of my buddies over there, and, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, one of their one of their dudes, one of my close friends, he was a SWAT officer, and uh, he wouldn't take the knee with the mask. Would not take the knee. He's like, nope, not going to wear a mask. And, but, like, so many officers were like, just play ball. Just, just come on. Did, 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 come on. I would smell the beans. I would, I would. I would not do it too, but I got a family. I gotta pay for this. I gotta. I got children. Don't you know? I gotta. I gotta be a liar now because I have children. <clears throat> I gotta pay for this. Do you think this this Yukon pays for itself? God damn it! Well, come. You know, <laughs> it, it comes down to a couple things. It's like I get it. Like we were talking about that the other day. Like, okay. Like I get it. I get what you're saying. You know, you're going to kind of hide behind your family. And I, I honestly don't get it. Like, because I had a baby when I, like, held the line. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I looked at my kid and I'm like, how, if I'm a coward, how can I be a dad? Like, it actually made me stronger. Right. Because like, they're thinking, they're, they think that they, if by they can affect change. And if they don't stay, then it, it, it makes some sense on one note that if they are somewhat good guys and they leave, then someone bad is going to fill that role. Like, imagine if Cody stayed in, he could have still made positive change. Now, I'm not saying that was right. It would have been right. I'm saying is that's what's going through there. Well, that's brain. what Alex Stein's doing right now. He's like, don't you know I got to play ball with the Blaze so we can have free speech? I'm like, 
But in doing this, you no longer have free speech. Right. And so, like I was, Joe Rogan literally told me that he's like, "We got bigger monsters to fry, Big Bear." Right. And that's. And I'm the, like, yeah, but you're doing it though. You're like, now you're just a cog. You're like, but when we have good guys in there, then we'll, we'll really be able to fight. I've never once seen anyone fight the good fight after they take that deal. They always are like, "Hey, man, I gotta play ball." Well, <laughs> it's it's really unfortunate, and like Cody was the only one, and that's that's kind of dude. What, if more stuck with Cody, they wouldn't have they fired. Wouldn't have fired. Yeah, yeah. You have. To, that's why, like. As much as of a, of a commie I can sound, I understand unionizing where people are like, we don't break for these people. We need 30 an hour. We're not going to freaking wear a mask. That's how Americans got a lot of rights. It's it's one of those things where if if they would have stood with him, he would not have been singled out. Yeah. But the thing is, they they were too afraid. And that's that I get it. The thing is. Well, I don't know what it is. It's because they don't see far enough. Short term, I get why they're afraid. Right. But you look 10 years down the line. It's very hard for people to do that. It really is. not you think it's an intelligence issue? I do. do. I do. Because I get it. If someone's like, well, the company, but if I don't wear a mask, I won't be able to pay my mortgage. Look how many people didn't see it when I saw it 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm like, I'm and like, they're leave. now in jail. Or I'm like, leave California, <laughs> yeah. guys. Like, you're a good dude. Come to That's you. what it is. It's timeline range. One dude. Because it's way scarier to cuck if you see long enough. One guy, I uh, I told him, I was like, don't be a cop in California, move to Idaho, be a cop, work for, don't yeah. work for super politicians, work for, and he came up here, he's a cop, he's a SWAT officer now, He's a, he trains everyone at the department, uh, he does defensive tactics, he's crushing, great dude, um, but it's a tough job, and so... You know, it's it's one of those things where like I had another buddy. I was like, "Don't be a cop in California, man." He's like, "He's like, I got a degree in law enforcement. I think I'll be all right." I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a year later, he calls us. How uh, how are things going in Idaho? Because uh, my department's fucking me. And He's like, I just arrested a, a murderer and was called racist on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> and so he comes up here, becomes a cop up here, like. I'm like, dude. And the earlier you get in, the better. Like, think about just you getting a house when you did, like right. how much you made on that. Right. And that's that's the thing. It's, it's You got to it, get in early. It hurts. Early. It hurts. And a lot of people, they've asked me, they're like, what is your business advice now that you've had a business uh, going on 10 years? And I'm like, dude, you can't walk into this wishy-washy. Like Genesis asked, like my buddy Cody, he asked me that. He was like, he's like, What's your kind of like before he left long? This is before the COVID thing. He was like, what's your advice on like this stuff? And I was like, I was like, you can't be wishy-washy on it. You can't go in lukewarm. You have to commit. This is not, if you want a successful business, you can't just, you know, do it a part-time thing. That's why him getting fired was the best thing that could have happened to him. Same right? with you. And then to have that fire burn up you know burning is is a is crucial burn the ships no retreat yeah you have to burn the boats you got to take boats. the island you burn your boats if there's no retreat you can't have a retreat then when it comes down to doing like i or burned dying, coddington's car like i torched it i, I threw a molotov cocktail if on it, it comes to doing or dying people tend to do they do and so it was really important for that to happen for me to start this this company and to push forward and persevere you think there's not times where it wasn't super hard and, and there's not a fear like fuck dude like what if no one signs up next month yeah, and yeah, then they totally. did well of course that's always going to be a thing until you get stable and you get the hang of the ropes and it of course it's it's uh it's tough but to have that fire to get going on it is critical and it was hard and it's one of those things where i told people i'm like there was times where i'm like no 
I would rather fucking be poor and live under yes. a bridge. I would rather be poor and live under a bridge than concede and fail and go back to these motherfuckers. And it's like, because yeah, and your wife respects you for that. Like yeah. that's the thing is everyone thinks that if you make less money, your woman's going to leave. Divorce dude, is from being a coward. Like your woman will ride or die with you. If you hold the line, I, dude, I got my job back at, at ice, the contract gig. They gave me my job back. I went back in, did my fingerprints. I was going to go back. I was like, I guess I'll just, maybe I'll just go back to doing this. I got it. And then I was like, no. And I just, after the handshake thing, after whatever, and I was so fired up, I'm like, it, I, I was like, I had to burn it. I had to burn all of it. And uh, righteous anger came out, man. I had to burn it and get fired up. And I started this thing. And um, I'm, and now I'm talking to these guys and they're like, like, dude, this is what I was going to bring up to the stream. Like, I, I think Owen's hilarious. Like that's that's my personal thing. I think it's funny. I, I get fired up by it. I think it's funny. There's people who think it's funny. I don't understand how you could be someone who takes things so personal on matters that don't pertain to you. Um, Gamma you know, males. Like, did the people not see when you tore down Nick Fuentes insanely harshly? Like it, I, like. Like he, his mom, and, his dad. And now I, me and him are cool. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Sometimes, like... Men, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't appreciate how long he breastfed for, but... <laughs> no, but again, it's 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 absurd. No, it, it really is. It's like low-status uh, behavior. But it's very feminine. It And that's the thing. It's like, uh, let the boys fight it out. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Definitely I, Owens, uh, Owens can stand his own two feet. Doesn't need me to come in here swinging for him. And it doesn't hurt at all. Like, look... Like, it, it, overall, if you just hold the line and you don't lie and cuck, like your life is always going to be better, right? Because as time goes on, it's just so obvious what what the reality is. It's uh, it's one of those crucial moments where you realize that what really matters. Like my buddies from law enforcement, like I get all kinds of cool stories, like and uh, or just stories that really help me keep things in perspective, um, like. I think people forget this is Owen's job. He's an online comedian, you know, conspiracy theorist, talk show guy, and uh, he com brings them all in. And, uh, you know, when you're an intense man, it's going to get intense sometimes, and the boys are going to fight it out. But when I wanted to talk to you about dueling and past, uh, you know, duels. but I like and, verbal dueling. But people, like my buddy calls me. I got like four calls the first in January, one of my buddies, he like longtime friend, we went to the academy together. He's like, I shot someone again. Dude shot at us, and we shot back and killed him. I'm like, damn, you doing good? He's like, yeah, I just really want to move to Idaho, and I just want to get out of here, but I can't. It's just I can't afford it. Like it's it's too expensive to live there now. And then, uh, you know, I get another buddy, one of my close friends. He's like, uh, he calls me and he's like, dude, someone tried to kill me today. He's a cop, and he's like, I was chasing this guy. He's stealing, and um. I'm chasing him, and then we end up in a scuffle on a, the BART, which is like the subway system in California. He's like, we end up on the BART platform, the subway platform, and he starts trying to force push me off of him into the train. This is a crazy story. And I'm like... So they're pushing, like the cop's getting pushed onto the tracks as the train's coming. Right. He's trying to push him off the platform onto the tracks. And so what do the people do? Nothing. People they start up, recording People it. start recording. No one helped him, and my buddies, because their radios don't work under... Uh, in the so everyone's trying to get a good video of a cop getting killed by a right. train and he's because telling, it's like hell. He's trying to tell people, call 911, like tell and them they're I, need like, more, I need more cops. He's fighting this dude and 
But did uh, he kill okay. the guy? No, he's okay. He ended up. They ended up winning the fight. But it, a lot of times, street fights, it can be luck. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. He could have just slipped. Could have been water right there. Someone spilled some water earlier. Then his foot slips. He loses his balance, and the guy gets the upper hand, and boom. Yeah, that's why it's so retarded when people are like, "Well, why can't you just use your hands like a man? Why do you got to use a gun?" Because when you fight, it doesn't matter. Like you're gonna walk away with damage no matter what. Right. And so like, people watch too many freaking movies. They do. And uh, you know, and other ones where my buddy messaged me and he goes, "I just got shot at again. Just for the fourth time in the last year." That's here local, like in, in Kootenai County. He's like, I just got shot at again. I'm like, he's like, yeah, this dude uh, was in an apartment complex, and he's just firing a gun. He's on meth. He's just firing a gun pistol in an apartment complex wildly, just through the walls. And so all these cops start responding. People are calling. Oh. They're like, bullets are coming through the walls. They don't know if it's an active shooter. They don't know what's going on. And then my buddy and a, and a bunch of cops are moving in because they're like, well, we can't sit here and wait. So all of a sudden, a bullet comes right over the top of his head and hits the wall. Oh! Luckily, he's only like five. I would have been dead. Yeah, like a. Would have hit me right in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he's like he's like five foot seven, so he 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 dodged a bullet. They always dodge the bullets, those little <laughs> bastards. <laughs> There's some benefits to being short. There is. So you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where like, uh, you know, it. There's real shit that happens, and like I. Uh, there's real stuff going on outside of the internet constant and so but i mean this is your thing like this is what you do for entertainment and like i as someone who is tied into the other stuff like hearing all these like things and teaching guys to do that and working with guys who do that um i i find this entertaining and that's why i come on I, everybody does that's why i don't take it too seriously when people are like you've got to apologize big bear what do you what right. you do i'm like 99% of the people listening are just laughing along as if I'm making fun of bidets. They don't care. Right. Well, how many times have you re- have you like made fun of short guys? Totally. And like I'm 5 foot 7. I make fun of everybody. Right. It's like no, it's an act of narcissism to be like, "But how dare you mock my porn addicted wife?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Uh, sorry dude, but it, she's got to stop eating dogs." It's it's one of those things where I mean, to me, it's like saying telling a cop not to arrest a black guy who's committing a crime because he has black skin. It's like that. It's the same metaphor where it's like, why? Why did they get a pass? A crime's a crime. It doesn't matter what race you are. And then people go, how dare you? Don't you know that there's years, hundreds of years of oppression? And you're like, someone's trying to push me onto a train track and kill me. Why am I have to register 20 generations of bad economics? Like that. It's just so stupid. It's like mind-blowingly stupid to the point where like. I'm like, oh, people can't see far ahead because to me, cucking is the most dangerous thing you can do. Right. Like long term, they just only see six months of mortgage, six months of rent. I'm like, 10 years, 20 years, you will have no value. We'll be replaced by a robot. You can only sell your integrity once. That's right. And the thing is, we when we talked about it, there are higher echelons within groups. And that just to use an example, like if you're an army soldier, you're a badass, like, right? You train hard, you do all your stuff, you're a professional soldier, but then you get, you can go higher and to get weeded out and to go to a higher group, you yeah. special forces, rangers, stuff like that. Same thing in the Marine Corps, same thing in law enforcement. You are a cop, you want to train, but not every cop has the desire or the, uh, the uh, gumption or the fortitude to go up to a SWAT officer because now you have to do more training. You've got to be to a certain point. And yeah, there's yeah. more drama. There's more competition. There's more uh, stakes. Hazing. The stakes are higher, um, and that's a that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of stress. And a lot of people don't want that added stress. And yeah. So like 
I get it. Like a lot of people don't want to start a business because you live it. And that's what I was saying earlier was this is something, this isn't something I do just like. Balance Bear goes, I'm only here because BB has never wanted my sacred cow. Balance. <laughs> that's so funny. And that's his sacred cow is just being in balance. Well, next time you're doing one of your gay little handstands, I'm just knocking you over. And I won't apologize for it. I'll knock you right over. Yeah, you're friends with Balance Bear. He's hanging out. Yeah, he's cool, dude. Everyone's getting it. Where can people sign up for classes? Um, if you if you email us, um, our administrative secretary will hit you up. Um, I did want to. What do we got? What's this? Uh, greetings, Big Bear. Stoic Neo Shaman Bear here. As promised, I'm keeping truly to my word at paying your premium as I am unjabbed man, but a true Gen X noble savage. Already loving this stream tonight. The gravy looming as I pay the gay away. Much love. No homo to you and Kyington. Keep crushing, gentlemen. Onward to Bertaria. Why, thank you. And then P.O. Bear says, got letter back from Geocentric Bear, a.k.a. doing time bear, also paying gay away. Excellent. Excellent news. So here we go. VertacTactical.com. Right. Yeah, train. Everybody who trains with him loves it. And like that's the thing is, and you uh, won't shoot your neighbor if you're if you're a good person and you're just looking to learn how to make sure you're safe with a pistol, rifle, whatever you have. That's what we do. Anywhere from and most of what we do is beginners. Um, up, and, but we do intermediate stuff. We do law enforcement. We do you know military stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. So, it's it's one of those things that reach out, take the initiative. We do private lessons. Um, and uh, we're actually going to be doing some new stuff. This might be a good time to kind of break into what we're going to be doing new this year. It's kind of cool. Sweet. So I, over the last few years, as we've expanded our range, and it, it's freaking beautiful. It's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a postcard. This place. It's <laughs> it is. And like what we we have this awesome classroom now, you know, big-ass TV in there so we can watch stuff. And I, it started to hit me. I'm like, well, as ammunition has gotten more expensive, what can we do moving forward to help people get better faster? Not everyone has time. Like, should I do this full time? And I still barely have time to always get out and shoot every week. And so if someone's only going to come once a year, well, how can I make the most of that so that they can dry fire at home? Like, people are busy. They got kids. They got families. They got gardens. They got all this stuff. They got jobs. Um, I started trying to look for ways to identify to make them better, faster. But then also, how can we maximize them for the future? And so what we incorporated this year is we got these glasses. They're called AimShot. And they you put them on, and they have a camera built in. They're shooting glasses. They're protective lenses. And they have a camera right above your, your dominant eye. So when you look through your red dot, you still pick up the dot, and you get to see what the shooter is seeing when they're shooting. That's and so cool. not only that, but we got camera footage of them shooting with GoPros and things like that. And then we can go back into the classroom, and we can watch that footage, dissect it so that the student can see we also got this new thing that drops into your AR. It hooks to your pistol, whatever, and it's called a Mantis, and it uh, it allows you to fire the rifle. It doesn't shoot anything. It's just a laser, and uh, it tracks your shot times, but you can run a drill. It shoots a laser where you hit, and you can run it. It resets your trigger for you on the AR, and it tracks all your times, and then it shows us on an app your spread of wow. what you were doing and where your muzzle went. So you could be like, oh, on my first shot, I could shave off time because it went high and then came down. If I don't raise it so high, it gives you this whole line of data. Of these Dude, that's awesome. Pointing where your muzzle was That'd be at. funny if you were like checking out mine. You're like, you keep shooting everyone in the dick. <laughs> and I'm just, 
Is that intentional? Or? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm just really, really just trying to get their dicks blown off. Anger Bear said, that's amazing. Charles369 Bear says, do you train on using whips? Like actual whips? Like Indiana Jones? Ashley says, start hitting targets being flown by a drone for when the drone wars start. That's what the Genesis shotguns are for. Genesis shotguns are really, really good at shooting drones. 30 rounds, like with very little recoil of a shotgun round, you know, like spread, just bang, 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 bang. It's featured. You know, he went from not wearing a mask uh, as a cop and being fired to his gun is now featured in the new John Wick, like heavily. It's amazing. All right, enjoying BB Live again, down under, hoping a few, th um, hopping a few things line up to make it to the festival. SEQ Bears check BTA for latest meetup in Perst. Sounds or sounds awesome, Australia. I've never been to Australia. You ever been to Australia? It says uh, can't go wrong with simunition training. They hurt too. Yeah, me and Owen were talking about that. It does hurt. I we do we do UTM and simunition training. So if you want to do that, we, there's a facility in Coeur d'Alene. It's one of our uh, you know, partner companies and we can go down there and we can do uh, all that stuff, home defense, where we have like role players and all those things. Persian Juice sneaked his way in here. He says, do you teach gun safety and cleaning for newbies? Yeah, that's that's predominantly what we do. Um, a lot of people are a little nervous to go to a class when they're new or they're uh, a little nervous to do certain types of trainings. So they come to us and we start them from the ground up. The thing is, you're going to get the 100% attention from one of our instructors and you're going to get... Uh, you know, all the feedback is just boom on you. Whereas in a class, you don't get the one-on-one -on -one necessarily the whole time. What do you see coming when it comes to law enforcement? Like everyone wants to know what's coming. Like what kind of dystopia is coming? Well, I think you, to tear down an institution is what we're seeing. Like clearly they- So you think it's intentional? Yeah, 100%. It's, there's, some, there's a concerted effort to make law enforcement look extremely racist, to make them look bad. Um, but I think it's because they need to get- you know, law enforcement's primary job is supposed to protect, they are supposed to protect our constitutional rights. And so if you have someone like, for example, um, Cody, uh, who will protect our rights and will stand for what's right, um, and he won't wear a mask and he won't enforce that, he's got to go. And so that's how you start weeding people out. Like, you know, like is what we see, they are, that's the game they play. And so if that's what's going to happen, uh, What's, what are you going to see? I talked to you about some of my buddies who really love the, the Bill of Rights and you know freedom and all these things. They don't want to be cops anymore. And so if they're left in a position where they either A, leave and go do something else, well, now someone else who is a, not a good cop comes in and fills that role. Or B, uh, they, uh, they stay and they feel obligated to, they can't find another job. They feel obligated to do what they can, but they can't do enough necessarily. Um, and that comes down to their integrity at the time and depending on what they're challenged with. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, let's see. I saw some interesting comments. So do you, how do you think that they're going to stop crime in the future? Uh, well, I sent you some videos. They're, they're really moving forward on this, uh, this video technology. So like facial recognition um, and, uh, and the, the, a bigger grid with Elon's uh, Starlink. I think that that will open up more camera systems in Ugh. the future to like, they could put one here rurally. Like a, if they have a camera at like every intersection um, and they add more and more, like they can track where you go, like scan your license plate, see faces of who they can see in the car. I've talked to guys who um, were in the federal government. They have access to every freeway camera. They could watch cars 
and like scans license plates, crazy stuff. Um, there was an incident in uh, California where some of my buddies on the SWAT team, there uh, someone kidnapped someone and was going to kill them, and they were able to get the federal government to give them access to their camera system. They tracked by the license plate. See, that's cool. Like, I, I like that they can solve crime with that shit. Like, but I just don't want them to abuse it. It's like red flag laws. It's the, it's the problem, right? Yeah. It's always good intentions, and then like, yeah, see what happens. It's the abuse. I'm 71 year old female. What weapon would you recommend? Says Bonnie Bear. It would depend on your fitness level. Um, the pistols can be a little hard for women to to rack. Um, the Smith and Wesson nine millimeter EZ, like Edward Zebra, um, is made for that. Is to solve that problem. Um, they even make a 38 version of it if that's something that felt better for you. But um, you know, like an AR might be too heavy. Uh, but it's an easy. It's a really easy gun to shoot accurately. Uh, but those would be the places I would start looking, if, especially if there's a gun store nearby. Like, check those two out. I'm falling out of my tree at almost three in the morning here, but you guys are too interesting. How dare you? Are you in France? France. Isn't it true that there's never been more cameras yet never been more unsolved murders? Yes, that is true. Yeah, they're uh, they're not closing murders. Um, like their close rate is so bad. But like. It's it's more of like you have a video of someone committing a crime, but who are they? But they used a camera in a in a Texas case recently, and I was like, wow, that was fast because me and Owen have talked about this in the past. They used a camera. Guy walks into a thing, robbed a convenience store, robs it, and then they used uh, facial recogn- re- facial recognition to identify him and then go and arrest him. Um, they served a warrant at his house, and so like they were able to track him down and everything. So it's kind of crazy. Um, I wish I would I would hope that while they're the thing is once they get their people that they want into law enforcement this is my theory at least um that's when they'll start putting law enforcement in a positive light once they get all the systems back in like they'll have this technology and they'll be able to so solve it'll crime. just be like fat women probably I don't know because that's what I'm saying there was this one picture of uh a police academy graduation, and every single one of them was an over 300-pound woman. Someone says AI deepfakes are going to throw a wrench into everything. Uh, they aren't investigating pedos here in France. It costs too much. No profits. Bad, bad, bad. Yep. Do you think there's going to be more vigilante justice type thing? I really don't know on that one. I uh, It's hard to say because, like, you want to believe that people would, like, stand up and do something. But we're not seeing it, though. But it... It, like as like in my, San Fran, no one's just no, doing it. Or, right. or are they just not reporting on it? Are people actually doing it? I don't, in San Fran, no. Everyone's it's just too one, busy It's one of those things where everyone's rollerblading, having a good time. Um, <laughs> gunshots ringing out. It just starts twirling. That's how you dodge the bullets, bro. Yeah, it's like bad there now, huh? Yeah. It's horrible. But was it uh, – it's, it's one of those things where – uh, just, it's fine. <laughs> there was a serial killer in Stockholm a few months ago. They allegedly caught him because he had a particular walk, says Port Bear. Did he have Stockholm syndrome? There was a serial killer in Stockton a few months ago. Oh, Stockton. I thought that you said Stockholm. Um, yeah, Stockton's also really bad. Yeah, all, California's just real bad now, huh? Right. Jeez. See, someone said too many cameras, or Anchor Bear says too, or Bunny Bear, too many cameras, but less manpower. Yeah, exactly. Right, but it's really easy to hone in. So, like, you have a SWAT team of eight dudes, and they're like, oh, cool, well, this is where this guy's at. 
and then they go and get them. We have cops all over the streets right now, and they're not solving crime. So, I mean, they, they actually did a study about that a long time ago where they, uh, they added more police officers to the streets, like doubled the amount of cops. You can look this up. I don't remember the exact numbers of how they ran this experiment, but crime went down like 0%. It didn't make any effect. Like just by adding double. That's what the boomers are so mad about. They're like, we need all us boys out here with all the money. It's infinite. Oh, we were talking about vigilante justice. Yeah. Like, it's really easy for people to bitch on the internet and not do anything. Oh yeah, they're retarded. I spoke to the center in Canada that holds all confiscated CP, and they do not have face software. That says it all. Oh yeah, I mean, why would they though? I mean, these pedos—they're just too hard to find. Uh, there's technology that can find you by your gate, by your walk. Yeah. Well, we, I sent you that one, too. Uh, this is a while, a while ago. It's technology that can uh, can detect by the way you're walking if you're the probability of you being armed. Uh, it's technology that can see uh, a lot of really interesting things with your face, facial expressions. Um like detect whether or not you are indicating your emotions or indicating that you may commit a crime, um, whether or not you're stressed. That'd be funny if it was just super racist. If it was just like every black face, they're like, bang, 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 bang. And they're well, it's, like, it's not even like the face or the, the ethnicity. It's, it's the, the micro expressions. It's, it's the actual, like your eyebrows. It has all these points, right? And it, it detects your, and it can detect with a high probability. Just like they had that technology that it was like a, um, it was like 10 or 12 years ago. It was a device in cop cars. It was a computer algorithm that took from the city all their crimes over the years and then would det- it would project a theory of where there would be a crime. It'd be like, oh, yeah, you told me about with this. With 90% certainty. There would and it be worked? A, and then people, but then they, so then there was the question of, well, it would say, have a cop be here because there will be a crime here uh, between these hours. And, that, and so cops would go there and then the question was, well, was that crime really going to happen or did the, a cop, just go there looking for a crime and then see a crime and then arrest somebody. Like basically they found something there because they were expecting something to be there. And so it was giving cops reasons to like be finding something. And so they were like, it's too racist. So um, it's interesting. I think a lot of it is to try and scare you out of doing something due to the lack of actual manpower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude, I think that's what all these CSI shows are for. I was talking to him. Like, they don't, they can't even match ballistics to guns. Like, that's all total horseshit. You know how, uh, like, they'll have this, these, like, law and order shows where they're like, we've matched the bullet to this gun, so to Gary, and and then they go pick up Gary. Man, that's all nonsense. They don't have any uh, registration of gun rifling or anything. And 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 the bullets are always, like, completely destroyed. Right. Like that's how funny is that? That that's all bullshit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I feel like rule of law is slowly breaking down. Says Oakwood Bear. Right. Well, people are starting to see that uh, that they don't get arrested. Yeah. You know, barricade garages gets let out let out for snitching. So ballistics aren't even admissible in court. No, they are. It's just as he what he's referring to is if a bullet hits somebody. Uh, and they pull the bullet out, even if they try to look at the rifling on that bullet, it's like, well, what do you compare it to? Unless you find a gun, and then even then the bullet is usually too destroyed. How do you make a conclusive match? Bullets, when they hit things, fucking explode. Like They just fracture into pieces a lot of times, so it makes it really hard. Yeah, fingerprints on the shell casing is much more... That's a, that's a, that's a really uh, good one that people get caught up on. Okay, Kyneton, do we have any final super chats? Because me and Brandon are about to eat a fantastic dinner. I can hear our wives cooking downstairs. 
On L&O, they match the way the bullet gets marked in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, total horseshit. Not even at all, not even at all possible. But fingerprint on casing that gets left at crime scenes, now that is a way to get a, a Garyman. Balance Bear says, highly recommend getting tactical training from Brandon, and it's especially fun if you take the class with a friend. Question for Brandon. Have you heard of optics being blurry? I got the Hollow Sun 507C X2 green dot, and the laser target isn't clear like it is on the optic I used in your training. That does happen. Um, if you if you reach out to Holosun, they'll usually just replace it. I mean, they sell so many, and sometimes there's a certain amount of them that is, sometimes it just doesn't work out good. Um, and then before we wrap it up, I'm going to send you this real quick. Can I airdrop this to you? I don't know. You can email it to me. Okay. I don't know how airdrop Do you get works. your text message on this computer? Uh, well, I can go to my email. The Owen, the one, that one. Which one? Oh. Uh, I want me to type it in, yeah, go just ahead. so that people don't hear it and then spam it, me with so, dick pics. <laughs> That's a good uh, point. <laughs> dude, so, the, the troll, the the ortho bro trolls are like really into their cocks. Well, it's it's one of those. What I was gonna bring up, since we're gonna be getting ready to close it down here, is is you know I the bear thing, which you started off as like a um, it's like just a group of people who are enjoying your streams. Yeah, are, like you know. How the hell could you expect a dude doing a stream to vet every person who just comes in from the internet? Not and possible. It's 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 one of those things like um, that the bear thing is it's part of the, the the comedy of this. But everybody who's come and trained with us, um, who's been a, a fan of Owen, I will say like they've been a really high quality person. Like every single person. I've had a lot of fun. They're good people. Yeah, Bears um, own 99% of them are awesome. 1% are the gayest, craziest people in the world. Um, and I've seen a lot of positive things. Like, yeah, is there going to, like every group, like law enforcement, is there going to be shitty people or gammas or people who do bad things, of course? Um, or is there going to be infighting? Is there going to be whatever? Of course. Um, but I thought I'd share this. Um, like a bear drew this picture of my dog for me or painted. Um Owen's going to put it up here in a sec. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just something that I, I thought we should, we should address is like, you know, no, there's always in every group going to be, uh, fighting and there's going to be shitty people. And so this is awesome. You know, a bear painted this for me. Wow. You know, know, I've seen a lot of good people come out, um, of the woodwork. They're like, Hey, I'm a bear. Like PIP. Uh, if you guys are looking for stickers or doing stuff or like final prints or banners or yeah, any of stuff, like so helpful. A bear, uh, um, fuck, dude, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, his name's Bud, but his, his bear name. But uh, Bud Bear out of Indiana. I think that's him. Cool. I'm sorry, dude. Great guy. But PIP, um, you know, he makes fantastic stickers. He's like, hey, just so you want, I want to show you some of my work. I made you some free stickers. He sent them to me. Now I just order tons of stickers from him and pay him. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, he's a good dude, nice guy. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of good people, and it's it's been a really, a really cool experience. You know, I've I've trained a lot of people, and like what I can say is, is there's people who show up and then they're like, eh, like this training's really good, but they're just kind of bitchy. And I'm like, you know, we train them, and that's fine. You know, p- there's different types of people from different walks of life all the time. But the b- the bear people that come, you know, that have been fans of Owen, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you on the stream. I really wanted to learn how to use this pistol. 
Like, I don't want to carry it without some training. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. They're, they're really, really good people. Really nice people. That's why I had to really go to war this last couple of weeks. As Cod says, and because there's so many good people, it becomes a target because anyone can say, I'm a bear and I'll pay in love. Right. Yeah, when you have a high trust community, you will get the parasites. And they'll come in. And sometimes, like, I'm just talking to one of my friends who uh, had a relationship with a bear. And he really was not a good guy. And uh, because so many people are good in this community that they'll just hijack. It's like saying you're a patriot. It's like you'll hijack that or like you're a comedian. You know, you'll hijack all the effort that so many people put in to get clout in a society. Re religions do it all the time. I'm a special boy. I go to church. I'm with God. I'm really good. And a lot of the most evil people I know go to a church because it's how they blend in. And so I, I definitely want to reiterate what Brandon just said, that the vast majority of bears are awesome. And so the gammas will reveal themselves. And the hypocrisy is just nuts where... You know, Savage Memoir gets so offended if you make fun of him or any of these people. It's like, all right, man, well, you were not supposed to be in this group anyway. And it's and we all have different backgrounds, different religions, different ethnicities. And it's like if you want to say that we're a cult because we get along, that's literally inverted. Well, like We're not like it's retarded. Like, how is it a cult? You've literally ripped on everybody. It's like the opposite of a cult. No one I, like what? I, I operate like the opposite of a cult leader. When people are like, but I don't agree with everything. I'm like, I don't agree with everything I say. I change my mind every three weeks. Then <laughs> like, that's, how do people not see no, that? No, like the, but there's no way for them to see. You could explain it to them. I've taken like an hour out of my day and talked to some of these rogue bears. And they still are like, yeah, but, but it's his wife though. I'm like, the dog eater? You know, and they're like, no, no, how dare you? I'm like, dude, I make fun. Fuentes' mom, I said that he was breastfeeding at 20 for like a year and no one cared. <laughs> it was so funny. I know. It's just, but it's what a comic does. You don't think that wives and moms and all that are on the table. Why is it cool if you are, if you have a heckler on stage Yeah. and a heckler says something like, exactly. oh, you fucking suck. Yeah. And you're like, hey, bro, like, and you, and you rip on him. Exactly. Oh, it's cool then. Um, but. See, no, no, it's like they, they they know better. Like, I don't, well, maybe they're just stupid or maybe they're lying. I don't know. But if people want a reason to be mad. They want a reason to be mad. And some of them might have just get sick of me and they don't know how to leave without exploding it. Right. I'm like, dude, you can just listen to someone else. Like, go, that's why I used to always say, go check out the Daily Wire. You'll love it. Because I'm just entertainment. You can listen to me. Granted, I do other stuff. I've helped people have like families and shit. Like, you know, a few people that have had families yeah. off the app. Yep. Like, they'll literally get married and have children off the app we've made. Dude. And it's like, but some people, they're like, you know, I just don't feel like listening anymore. Here's a grenade. You're all liars. I'm like, just walk away, man. And we can talk about profiling, too. Yeah, like, how you can. So, like, and that's the thing, right, is there's three things. One is, like, honor. In law enforcement, it, this happens, too. It's it's the same thing with humans. Anywhere you go. First off, in law enforcement, at least there's some vetting in person. Like a background check and, like, there, you have to go to an academy where you get vetted. There's some vetting. If it's just a group of people who put bear after a name on the internet, like now he's responsible for anyone yeah, who puts yeah, yeah. bear on their name. With like, zero followers, uh, the account's been active for three days. Oh, Owen, did you just threaten my family? It's um, so stupid. But and like, it's, it just, it, I'm just highlighting how ridiculous it is. Yeah. But even in law enforcement, there's cops who like will be in positions of power and they, they'll hurt their own officers in order to flex power um, to make themselves feel better. 
And so like you'll have an officer come up to like a senior officer come up to a younger guy who will have like a red dot on his pistol who shoots phenomenally and like uh will say, Oh, you're not allowed to have a red dot that's out of policy on the pistol. Like, and you need to take it off. It's like, but no one really cares except for you're making it a deal, but this is a, this will help me make like this is will make me a better shooter, help me maybe save my life, your life, or yeah. or in limit liability on the department. Doesn't matter. You gotta take it off. And, and then the policy will pass like six months later or a year later or some bullshit. Yeah, they're just power trippers. It's, it's it's one of those things, right? You need to they need to flex power. Even if it hurts them, they will flex that on them. And uh it's it's comes down to do you want to be right or do you want to or do you want to win? Um are you there for truth or are you there to win? Yeah, exactly. And in those cases, it gives them something that they can win on. Can Brandon tell the story of how guys react to the jorts and how much actual physical work? I'm not going to put Brandon in that position about the jorts. Well, let's talk about... Um, we can talk about profiling. profiling. I don't want to bring him into the nightmare that is the ortho bro right. a- like, acquisition. I, I don't need, Owen doesn't need me to fight his battles no, for him. No. Like, and he, I, Inquisition, not acquisition. <laughs> but we, we can talk about profiling, how, how someone would profile the way someone's well, dressed. Or, my whole advice is like, you, I don't judge people necessarily on one thing solely. It's a few things. It's a few things. Like you have to, you, I tell people, I don't trust someone until I've known them for at least a year. At least a year. And I'll tell you why. You really don't know somebody until you've seen them really pissed off, until you've seen them really sad. Uh, because you don't know how they're going to react or they're really stressed out. That's a big one. Uh, how do they react under pressure? Um, because it's more, it's not so much like how long have we been friends? It's more about what can you go through? Yeah, and yeah, keep exactly. Being friends. exactly. Like if somebody says, oh, they're starting a paramilitary and like, and is like doing that bullshit. But like the thing is like, can you disagree and still be friends? Of course. The yeah. thing is like, where do you draw the line um, to when you can't be friends anymore. God just says, let's just say something hypothetically. Let's say someone shows up at an airport in jorts holding a guitar case and custom-made piece of jewelry. <laughs> well, the next thing is like, well, are they asking you for anything? Right. Like, what do they want from you? And I, it's like one of those things where I, uh, when I look at people, like I'll, uh, people will come up to me and they will say, like, oh, throughout the years, they're like, dude, like, how can I help with Vertac? Like, how can I help? I'll do it for free. Like, I just want to, I just want to help. Like, I want to be an instructor. I want, I'll just. Those are red flags. Help, I'll help around the range. And it's like, I, and I appreciate that. I genuinely do. And like, but like, just hang out. Like, be around. Just be around. Like, even guys who have like. Don't be with the most special boy in the whole world until you've like spent a few days doing stuff. Right. It's, it's one of those, uh, the, the situations where I will tell people, hey, come to the range. Like, they'll be like, I have this this resume i'm like how many of my classes have you come to because it's less about your resume and more about you and like you need to build a fit in and you need to jive and like and if you can't that's okay like not everyone is not everyone can be on the higher echelon i get it i get it and that's okay not everyone can start their own business not everyone can you know face the it took me a while to realize that because i was kind of screwing people over by looking at everyone like they could do what i do I really genuinely thought that. I'm like, oh, yeah, just go do it. You're going to crush. And they, and they can't. Yeah. And so then they get mad at you for, like, believing in them. Uh, Oakwood Bear is trying to start a war here. He says, uh, 
Glocks are overrated. Changed my mind. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're overrated. Brandon I loves Glocks. I'm. I mean, I'm technically not emotionally connected to any brand. The reason I use Glock predominantly is because most law enforcement and people. It's the most popular handgun in the United States. So, it, the the thing is, like, it's a very reliable handgun. Oakwood for, likes High Point. I'm just kidding. Oh God. <laughs> um, if you can't shoot it sideways, he doesn't know how to operate a gun. But it. Yeah, you think. You think about uh, profiling. Profiling isn't, uh, it's prejudice. Like, it's okay to prejudge. I mean, people can prove you wrong. Dude, it doesn't even have to be like race or anything. It's like hands covered in blood, you know, like wearing cut clothes, like looking around like this. Like, that's prejudice. And it's good to think that way. You know, my brother used to always say, um, I never trust a man. This is where I got the bucket thing from. My brother used to always be like, I never trust a man who alters the natural shape of his mustache carrying a bucket. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glocks are great. American made or get. I prejudge an apple. And properly giving high scores is overrated. It's called the Oak Hood for a reason. So, yeah, I mean, when you're looking, when you're like, because a lot of law enforcement people would look at a man in jorts in the woods and be like, someone's up to something. But we're not going to get into that. Well, it, think if like, uh, it's a survival situation, and those things come up for a reason. Um, if you let someone into your uh, your company, yeah, into, I, I do into, that way or, too much. Or into your family, way too. And much. it doesn't even mean that necessarily that person is wrong. And like talking about, you know, uh, like our your friends that you have separated with, like it's a question of will they try to tank you after exactly. will they try to hurt you exactly um will it spiral out of control even if they are completely uh like like in they if they believe what they're saying uh that's that can almost be even worse sometimes because like if they want to hurt you they then they're not going to stop and like that's unfortunate and like i'd rather try to avoid those types of things altogether. Yeah, it's smart. Because like again, like I'm not an entertainer. I am a tactical and firearms instructor and like um I've done a really good job vetting the people who work with me. They've been here. I haven't lost anybody. Um they're still teaching and uh you know, I've learned a lot and seen that coming up of how people will uh they act cool at first, but then you have one disagreement and then next <clears throat> thing you know they're they're trying Imploding. to they're they're they want to hurt you. And yeah, and they want to. Yeah, and so in my job, it's even harder in certain ways because, like, I verbally attack every what everyone's sacred cows, and so like I intentionally will push people to uncomfort, and and I see people snap all the time. Right. Like they're like, I was with you, dude. The moon landing got me more <laughs> pushback than any. People think the Trinity got me pushback. No, 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 no. When I first said that we didn't land on the moon. There was a guy named Artling Hartling who was like coming to my house, setting up my audio. We're shooting sketches. He he like he edited and shot, left his fitness. He was all about the bears. He was like helpful and all this. When I said we didn't go to the moon, he was like the how dare you was heard around the world. Right. And and people are like that with me all the time. And they're like, you, you just can't get along. I'm like, I can't not keep going so like do you want me to pretend we went to the moon like Arling, is that gonna make you happy he's like i just 
I just can't. I just can't. And dude, I watch people. It's almost like in war. Like they're having complete meltdowns. They're like, we went to the moon. It's the moon. You, you sir. And I'm just like, dude, just leave. You don't have to go nuts. It was insane back then. It was way worse then. Right. Like this whole thing I'm going through now is like a comical joke. I was hurt for about three days because I thought he was my buddy. I was very confused, a little angry, as you could hear by the call he recorded. But now I'm like, I think it's really funny. Like every time someone's like, but you, sir. And I'm just like, dude, this is nothing compared to when I wanted the trans kid. You don't think that that was all thrown at me? You're attacking a child. You're taking a child just to poor innocent trans child. They always hide behind kids. Always. Like when people were saying I was attacking Jim Bob's kid, I'm like, no, no, no. His wife brought the kid to an abortion rally with a hashtag nasty baby thing and posted it publicly. Remember when you did the, uh, someone made you that video of, uh, it was like Friday the 13th, Jason, and it was like killing people. Yeah, and it was yeah, like, yeah. Banned. Banned. You're all banned. Yeah. Banned. Like that was like, like one of the first times I saw and I was laughing. Like, I'm like, because you were just banning everyone left and right. And it's still never the majority. Like, unauthorized has gone up in the last three weeks. It's up. That's the funniest part. And they're like, oh, those are just your hardcore supporters. No, no, it's thousands and thousands of people on unauthorized. The amount of people that actually were like, I just can't handle the way he made fun of an Asian woman eating a dog is so low it would blow your mind. They're just very loud on the internet. And a lot of them that are so loud and I've given clout to, they want to be me and then they want to take over. It's the same story over and over again. That's why I'm starting to be like one page letters only. Like I, I need to know you for a year before I play your sketches <laughs> because I'm like not good at that. Like ask him, like I'll meet someone and just be like, this guy's great. Here's a key to my truck. Oh my God. He says he's going to come back. Yeah. Like I'm like a bimbo idiot. And so I've had to get better at that because if I keep letting these, like, Jim Bob, like, if you look at him objectively, not someone you let in, you know, and that's okay. You know, I, I, I mean no ill will towards the guy, but, like, Todd from The Wedding Crashers, it's like, I'm drawing my gay things, you know, and you're like, how did I let him in, you know? And so that's on me. It really is on me. Well, keep in mind, like... Banning from a bell tower, yeah. It's like, how do you vet people? Like, people could be friends for 10 years and then have a falling out over something, you know, and even for us, you know, to be able to hang, like, it's it's one of those things. Like, um, if you guys uh, are interested in, like, outdoor survival stuff, like uh, Arto's Survival, I know he hangs sometimes and watches streams and everything like that. But really good dude. Um, but, you know, he's he doesn't take things too sensitive. He's a really cool dude, super knowledgeable, great yeah. background. Uh, it's to hang with our group that like, he's been hanging a lot. We've been shooting and doing some cool stuff. And, uh we get to we get to see people's character over a long period of time and like that's why I invite That's a good people. point. Like when you guys are doing survival, that might bring out some trauma, huh? Well you see who's gonna complain and you see who's gonna bitch and who can It's a hang. good point. That must be intense. Um, you know, like shooting on the range for three days straight is exhausting. And you start seeing who who gets frustrated, who who does all this stuff and but even then it has to be over a long period of time. Air Cooled Bear says, uh, could you ask Veritech his opinion on the taser, please? Uh, tasers are cool when they work. Um, I've deployed them, and 50% of the time they've worked, and 50% of the time they didn't work. They just don't work? It, will, it takes two darts. It fires two darts. 15-foot um, spread uh, is the distance, the max distance for a civilian legal taser for whatever reason. Um, and uh, when they hit, they have to get a certain amount of spread to work 
effectively. And if someone's wearing a sweatshirt or a jacket, the darts get stuck and then they won't make positive contact in the skin. Mm. And then they won't, they'll fail to. So if it's like a, sh- a shirtless crackhead, it's like perfect. <clears throat> exactly. But if it's, it depends on how close they are. Like a lot of cops will deploy it too close and then it fails to get the spread it needs to get neuromuscular incapacitation. 50 50 is a terrible. That's why guns are still the number one thing because it's a high probability of stopping. I'd be all about a fire hose. <laughs> one time I, I got to spray people with a fire hose when I was on Punk, the show Punked. And it was one of the best feelings of my entire life. Like it changed the way I saw the civil rights movement. Because it's like when you're spraying, it just feels like it just feels like heaven. All right. Kyneton, file super chats. Big Bear, have you got your uh, Gen 12 yet? I have not. They're slammed, so I'm not going to push them. Yeah, they're like so, they're getting so many orders, guys. If you want to, if you, I'd place an order now if you want to get one sometime. Yeah. Um, especially before this John Wick movie comes out because it's going to be hot. Um, yeah, and they're doing it all themselves in North Idaho, like making all of them, crushing. So, you know, I, I think what I was trying to get at, though, in closing is that, you know, it's focus on positive and building and then don't, like, let Owen do his thing when him and other men have disagreements. Yeah, it's fine. Like, let him fight. Let, yeah. Like, what happened like, in the days when people would just duke it out, man? I know. Like, there, there used to be a time when if someone called you a liar, like, you Jim Bob called me a liar publicly. That's the only reason I posted those posts in the past. Fact. That's factually accurate. Back in the day, if someone called you a liar, you each got a bullet and a gun and you literally shot at each other. And so now when people are like, I just I just can't handle the posts. It's the softness and the weakness is getting to a point where I just I don't care at all what what your needs are. And I mean that with love. Okay, dual says Sunflower Angels, building not buildings. Yeah. If you've been in a building in the last six months, you owe me money or you're gay. What was it? Uh, you know, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson uh, like, was in a ton of duels. Crushing at duels. And, like, he killed a guy. Like, I don't know if a lot of people know this story. Uh, such a legend. <coughs> Basically, uh, there was a horse race. Andrew Jackson won. Dude uh, couldn't pay or something along those lines. And, and uh, the guy made a derogatory statement towards his wife being a whore or something like that. And so he challenged him to a duel. He's like, you motherfucker, like, like you're not going to pay your the end of the bet. And now you're going to insult my wife. Yeah. It's like, time to go. It's time to go. And so like, that's unprovoked, uh, attacking someone's wife. And like, so he, he goes in, they go, uh, they have a duel. Like any, they shot each other. They both shot each other. Where did Jackson get hit? Uh, Jackson got hit. The bullet lodged one inch from his heart, and then he just stood there and then pulled his gun out because he knew that Dickens was a better shot than him. He was like a world-renowned shooter. So he let him go first. He's like, I'll just let him take a shot, and then I will take my time and shoot him. And he fucking took the bullet next to his heart and then shot and killed Dickens (laughs) and then plugged the bullet hole with his finger, and the doctor was like, how did you stay standing? And he's like... Even if he would have shot me in the brain, I would have stayed standing long enough to kill that man. Dude, he fought the banks. Um, Heartstrong Bear says, trying to wean Gary with a four-inch nine-millimeter Springfield super noticeable and uncomfortable. Any tips? Wean wean Gary. Well, like in closing on that statement, I'm not saying that like people should shoot at each other. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying that. What I'm saying is like what happened like... To fighting it out. Why not? Like why does everyone... 
I'm happy it's digital. I don't want to get shot an inch from my heart right. by made by Jim Bob. <laughs> I'd much rather <laughs> I'd much rather just have it a battle of wits. And uh, you know, that's it. It's all good. Right. Men defining their name is as old as time. Yes. BB, my wife said she wants to paint you hugging a rabbi. I'm into it. Well, I think I'm way into the Jews again. I think that's what we were. That's what we're getting at is that matters of honor of the like Jews get of it. like saying someone's a liar, saying someone's this. You know, those things are, you know, pretty intense accusations and in hugely th- intense. And so, you know, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that's going to cause people to fight. So, how much to duel Jim Bob? Zero. I'm not dueling anyone. No. Like, I want to have a long life with my family and crush. Like, I'm not going to duel. Like, I'm softer than Jackson. Like, I'm already, <laughs> like, I would I would box him with uh, gloves and headgear. <laughs> but I'm not shooting at a man. They're not. I'm not allowing a man to shoot at my heart. But I would go back and forth in a battle of wits anytime he wants. He knows it. He was offered $10,000 to debate me again, and he said no. Damn it, I already made the title. Softer than Jackson is hilarious. That is pretty funny, Kyneton. Kyneton, any final super chats? We got to go eat dinner. This has been a fantastic stream. We got to do this more often. We will. Rim job wouldn't be able to hold a gun with your tiny little hand. We're not going to mock. We just want to talk about honor and profiling. We're not here to make fun of a man that isn't here. He plugged it like that. Uh, Garen Thumb or whoever the YouTuber was that had a 50 cal blow up in his face. Wits and fists like the good old days. Boxing would be epic. Caught up. All right, guys. All right. All right. Let me say something in closing. All right. Vertac.tv. Uh, Film Grain helped us with the first season. Um, we're a little more sporadic and busy this year, so we're f- filming the second season uh, right now, just sporadically when we can. Uh, but what I want to do is film the Damn It Benjamin Part 2 and Part 3. We've already been – we've scripted Part 2. We're finishing Part 3, the script. It's hilarious. Um Again, I'm changing Vertac.tv. We were doing founding members. If you guys want to jump in on that, uh, it's a pretty good deal. It'll help us get the funding to pay the film crew and stuff like that. Oh, we got to shoot Damn It Benjamin we're doing Part 2. Ben- well, we're doing Damn It Benjamin Part 2 and 3. Damn It Benjamin. But we're going to go to a monthly subscription. Uh, but it's all the training stuff. Like, So if you, want, if you can't make it to a class, we wanted to have high-quality education so that people could come and see like, or go online and have some fundamental knowledge. We're also incorporating that into the in-person training so like when you're at the range how can we make it so your time is more beneficial um so you get a bunch of vertac tv so if you come and do a private now you get a free subscription um and then you can see all the stuff how we teach so when you get there we spend less time talking more time shooting yeah and then we can maximize the time shooting you guys really should get involved in this i'm trying to make it like as big of as big as bang for your buck as we can, literally. And it'll lower your fear too if you know right. how to defend yourself. Right. Um, like you should know. It's really cool. It's it's and it's fun, and we have a good time. And so, it's a, it's definitely a great experience. But uh, vertac.tv, go check it out. Uh, if you can help us get the funding to go, and we're as we're filming, that would be awesome. Um, I know a lot of you guys are already on unauthorized. Um, but you know, it it would it would help us out and get more stuff done. Yeah, subscribe everybody. It's great. Anyway, this has been a blast. Kyneton, thanks for all your help. Um, be fruitful, multiply, don't be free and boy guy, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> At 10 a.m. again. But I've got to switch, by the way. This later time is so much better for me. I had one of the best days ever, just to let you guys know. 
I had a full hour workout. I'm running errands. I'm in the sun. I'm like, man, this four, evening streams are way better. Welcome to the night crew, bro. Dude, the night crew gets it. It's uh, getting it's getting pumped for damn it, Benjamin. Oh, <laughs> hit, hit me up on Instagram if you guys have questions. I know the chat's going by hell quick. I'm pretty good about messaging people back on IG. So if you need to reach out, hit me up there. All right, peace, everyone.